This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. The Fed has raised the interest rate basis points, another 25 points, whatever. Uh, hooray, great, I get. It's not as bad as what some people were expecting, 50 basis point hike. Uh, it's still, and the market still seemed to have already prepared for this basis point hike. So the market didn't really change, uh, it seems, after that announcement. And rates are hovering at the very low sevens or very upper nines at this moment. And the Fed, Jerome Powell and everybody else associated, uh, indicated that they were uh, going to continue with these increases and that they might actually increase the amount of points that they do per increase. So my guess is that if they're going to do increases, they're going to go from 25 to 50 basis points in the next hike. So that leaves us with interest rates continuing to increase slowly. I don't see any other way around it. I don't see how interest rates would go back down to anything below six at this point. I think the days of seeing anything below 7% interest rate is probably gone now. Historically, the average interest rate is about 7.5%, so it's not double digits, it's not 10%, it's definitely not 18-20%, but it is higher than it was for sure than when we had two and a half, three and a half percent. The problem is not the interest rate because again, the interest rate has been this high before. This is a, this is not a high interest rate in comparison historically. The problem is the housing is way too expensive and people are paying way above 30% of their income toward their housing costs. Uh, homes are just out of reach for a lot of people. So let's take a look at PPAR's market trend stats. This is for February of 2023. So we can take a look at the home sales. The single family is in blue, and then the red is for condos and townhomes. So you can see the seasonal trend in the summer months, how it hits those high points. And then uh, January, February is where you get that dip way at the bottom. So you'll see uh, this is going from February of 2021 all the way to February 2023. So the past two years. So you'll see the past two years of data of actual sales. Um, in February, we had a total of 778 single-family home sales. Uh, January was 739. Now, if you compare that last February, uh, February 2022, we had 1,015 sales. February of 2021, we had 981 sales. So we're trending a little bit less than the past couple of years, the past several years, um, but it's not dead. It's not you know, halved in this case, it's just reduced by, you know, a couple hundred uh, units or a couple hundred properties. So 2019, we had 1,215 sales to 2020, we had 1,254, 2021, 1,349, 
2022-1186, and 2023-976. So again, it's not abysmally low, it's just a little bit lower than what we've been seeing the past several years. Homes for sale, the one on the right, uh, going for, uh, this is a year-long chart, so this is not sales, this is just the listings, so the everything that was for sale. So in February of 2022, you had 400, I don't have my glasses on, 486 uh, new listings. And February of 2023, last month, you had 1,443. So uh, you can see that seasonal trend shot up for the summer last summer, and you know, starting in May-ish. And then, you know, we uh, really didn't, take a dip in inventory like we have. So basically the active inventory has increased substantially threefold, you know, three times year over year, if you're looking at just the Februarys, uh, but sales have actually come down a bit. So more for sale, less selling. And what that translates to is longer days on market time. So instead of four days on market before a house goes under contract, you're looking at 50 or 60. Uh, so it takes longer for sure. The average and median sales prices we're looking at, this is a year to year uh, graph. So from February 2022 and on. So the average sales price is in blue, the median sales price is in red. So you can see those numbers uh, coming up a little bit during the, again, summertime of last year. And then they started trending down. Uh, so yeah, since April, May uh, time frame, that's when home values really hit their peak here in the springs. And then we started to see just a gradual coming down in prices, about 10 or 11% in total by now. And it seems, uh, at least well from February, it doesn't necessarily look like we have hit, like we've gone, like we're going up in prices. But I have been seeing since December, it looks like prices have been kind of flat. Uh, as you'll see uh, from December, it looks like the median sales price actually came up a little bit uh, for actually for the median and the average sales price and the average came up by quite a bit more and then back down a little bit for February. So uh, as I'm averaging it out, you know, it seems pretty just flat. You know, maybe trending a little bit up based on the sales prices so far, but I think it's a bit too early to tell. And here we got the average days on market. Uh, back in February 2022, we were at 13 days on market for the average, and now we're at 54. So it has, uh, since July of uh, last year, is when the days on market started to grow as the demand started to weaken from buyers because not as many could afford to buy it. Uh, total under contracts, uh, this is for February 2, so 2019 through 2023. Under contracts in 2019, you had 1,895. 2020, you had 2,185. 2021, you had 2,180. 2022, you had 2,073. And 2023, you had 1,592. So a drop in under contracts, but not by a substantial uh, amount, not like halvesies or even a third. It's just, what would you call that? A quarter?
total sales year to date. Uh, this is also for the February. So we're looking at again, 2019 to 2023. You had total sales in 2019 of 1,824. In 2020, it was 1,901. In 2021, it was 1,952. In 2022, it was 2,071. And in 2023, it was 1,516. So the sales have dropped a little bit as well. And then this is a listing and sales summary of a lot of the same information that I just went over. So if you want to freeze frame this, pause this and take a look at it, you're welcome to. But basically what I'm seeing in the market now is you've got more buyer interest. Uh, homes have been showing more on average. Uh, since the beginning of the year, that's uh, I'd say mid-January, that's kind of kicked up as far as showing interest goes. The average and median sales prices, like I said, have seemed to, on the whole, been kind of flat since December. And given that there's more interest, there does seem to be more, again, more showing interest coming up. But that's not necessarily translating yet into actual sales. Uh, you've got lowered sales, you know, year over year. Uh, you do still have sales, and home values are not looking, at least over the past few months, are not looking to con uh, continue to be dropping as they have been in the past. So maybe we're going maybe we're going to trend up maybe we're going to continue remaining flat uh, my best guess take this with a grain of salt because i'm just guessing i don't know my best guess is that we lose another maybe half a percent in home values through the next few months and then we gain it back over the second half of 2023. So overall, I think we continue to stay flat this year. And I guess that's good. I mean, that's better than going up, you know, continually for people that can't afford it. If you're looking to increase your equity, then, you know, flat's not necessarily good for you. Uh, home prices are way above what a lot of people can afford. So, you know, you're, you know, if you want to have a good financial budget and you shouldn't be spending more than 30% of your income on your housing expenses including your mortgage and so when a lot of people are spending 50 70% or more of their income on their housing they don't have any money to pay for anything they can't pay for application fees for apartments they can't spend the 30 to 50 dollars it's just they don't have that so Colorado Springs has become a lot more expensive for people that already live here like i said if you bought you know in that 2018 ish you know before or after time frame you're doing really well i mean even if you bought before then you're still doing really well and even if you bought in you know 2020 you're stu still doing well because you still gained some equity but you know the long-term play is if you're not planning to move or if you don't need to don't if you've got a great mortgage or a great interest rate don't move if you don't have to I mean, obviously, Captain Obvious, yeah, but um, that's the issue that I foresee us running and that I think we already have and that we will continue to have is that you have a lot of people that own 
their house here who don't want to sell it, you know, and they might be a primary residence. They might have some investment properties too, but they have no interest in selling it because their interest is so low. When your interest is only two and a half, three and a half percent, yeah, what benefit is it for you to sell that and get yourself into something else, you know, and upsize, you know, if you're going to downsize and you can pay the cash, great. But if you have to upsize into something and, you know, your family's getting bigger or you're adding more, you know, members of the family that you got to take care of, it's really not a great plan to do that when the interest rates are so much higher than what they were. Now, granted, when you have to move, when you have to sell, you got to do it. But there is much less incentive for people to sell right now because their interest rates are so low. So that coupled with the fact that Colorado Springs is still an in-demand place to live. Uh, there is a growing, you know, already, you know, people, there are almost 100,000 people from the ages of 30 to 40 who live here in Colorado Springs. And they either already have a place to live and have their own housing or they don't. And they live with their parents or some family member and they need housing. So keep that in mind, like there's a growing and a continually growing population of people who need a place to live. And that's going to continually add to that demand for housing and for affordable housing here. So I foresee home values here only continuing to rise. I don't see interest rates uh, falling anymore. I mean, the Fed has already made it clear that they're going to continue to add basis points and they may even add more than 25 with each successive meeting because they want to make sure that inflation is taken care of. And you can call them cold if you want and say, they don't, you know, they don't care if people lose jobs. Well, they, no, they don't. You know, they don't care about an individual basis. They're looking at the long term. They're looking at the forest. And I, whether or not their tool to fight inflation works or not, I don't know. But that's the only tool they got, and that's what they're doing, and this is where we're at. So I, I, I'm seeing interest rates continuing to rise gradually just because of that, if nothing else. So we'll see what happens for the rest of the year, but I hope that was helpful. If it was, please click the like button on the video, hit the subscribe button, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please give it a like and a subscribe. Have a sunshine day.